Volchik is Skelta Superpower, a podcast where bombastically facing your fears can be exhilarating. Today's story is Elias and the Bomb by Ross Coleman. Enjoy. Elias O'Reardon was about to wet his pants. Mr. Mortar, the English teacher, had just asked him a question. Mr. Mortar wore nothing but suits. Grey suits the colour of charcoal, with ties so red that people swore they were dyed in blood, and brown loafers that looked as old as the earth. He had pale grey eyes that used to stare into the soul of Elias and his classmates. If you would care to rejoin the class, Mr. O'Reardon, he was saying. Perhaps you could tell us about the main themes of the novel. Elias felt a knot form in his stomach. The main themes, he began, as if he was starting on a beautiful symphony. The main themes. What were the main themes again? Man versus nature. There was one. Because there was that scene where that character, what was his name? No, he'd just done this last night. Where had it all gone? Any time this year, Elias, Mr. Mortar said. Elias looked round. Twenty-nine other pairs of eyes were fastened on him, and their faces were puckered in a sort of malicious anticipation. He felt the knot in his stomach grow larger and larger and twist and twist until it seemed like a balloon animal. He stammered and groped around for what he was going to say, but he couldn't find it. His head was pounding, his heart was racing, he felt shocks in his feet. The great swarm of eyes was gnawing. And then came the beep, beep. It was slow and steady, as quiet as a mouse, but it was there. Elias looked around for the source of the noise and saw it was a bomb, a big black bomb with big red robot's eye, and it was going to go off in eight seconds. There's a bomb in my bag, Elias stammered, but no one seemed to pay attention. The horde of eyes still peered, and Mr. Mortar was about to raise his big red pen, which he used to give people black marks. Elias closed his eyes and waited for the bomb to go off. Then there was a... As if someone was trying to light a cigarette. Nothing. Elias opened his eyes. The hordes of eyes were still fixed on him. Mr. Mortar was still towering over him, pen in hand. His mouth hung open. A second passed. Then another. The mouth still hung open. The eyes hadn't blinked. Time had stopped. But, standing in the doorway, with a hand against the frame, stood an impish man. He was wearing a light, silver suit, which was covered with silver tools of all shapes and sizes. The only thing that wasn't silver was a crimson handkerchief the colour of strawberries hanging in the pocket. Kyle Anuma, he asked himself, scanning the room. Come here, dear 
Elias stepped forward gingerly. Who are you? He asked. The man rounded on Elias and stared at him. His face was very pale, with a very sharp jaw and deep blue eyes like a lizard's. Where's the bomb? He said, icily. Are you a mechanic? Elias asked. I'm interested in mechanics, yes. The man sniffed. Are, are you here to fix it then? If it's a thing worth fixing, <laughs> the man said, a demonic glint flickering in his eyes. Now where is it? <gasps> ah! He spotted the bomb and walked towards it, enraptured. He muttered to himself. It's a bomb, Elias said curtly, unsure of what the man meant. The mechanic glared at him. Nothing gets past you, does it? He remarked. He dropped to his knees and ran his fingers over the metal casing. Elias noticed a silver stick in his back pocket. Son to suck, Elias heard him mutter. The way the man talked to the bomb, you could have sworn he was trying to woo it, as if he was full on in love with it. A few seconds passed before the mechanic opened his mouth again. I will mention Aaron, he said tersely. Yes, why? I just needed to check. Wouldn't you have been told by whoever sent you? I wasn't sent. I came out of interest. I just heard the word BOMB and I was here in a second. <whistles> like that. I always skip the context. It bores me. Where did this bomb come from? Elias nodded and bit his lip. Should he tell the man everything? He didn't seem like the sympathetic type. But if it would help. Well, I was in class and the teacher had just asked me a question and I saw the bomb in my bag. And then came that click and well, you showed up. The man nodded and Elias was relieved that he didn't probe further and ask uncomfortable questions. Feckham, and you don't normally carry bombs in your bag. That's not the culture here. No, of course not. What kind of question is that? I already told you I skipped the context. Now just tell me if it is the done thing, basic tourist information. No, it's not the done thing. Elias flushed with rage. There's a bomb in my school bag. A bomb. And you're going on about basic tourist information. Just who the hell are you? Before Elias had the chance to do anything... The mechanic grabbed his hand. Almost immediately, a shot of ice ran through his veins, and he felt as if his hand was on fire with the cold. If I told you, the mechanic said coldly, you would never be able to sleep again. He released his vice grip and attended to the bomb. Within seconds, Elias's hand started to warm up. The mechanic asked sharply, looking at Elias with his 
lizard eyes. Elias felt himself squirm. Given what had just happened, he thought it best to come clean. Well, just before the bomb went off, the teacher asked me a question and my mind went blank and everything sort of went away. It was like, like I was having a shower and suddenly someone ripping open the curtain or those dreams you have. You know the ones, the ones where you're in class and you look down and you're naked and everyone started looking at me and it became hot and there it was. The bomb, the mechanic asked. Bajor goes shin on queer, I wish, And it's always like this, Elias said, letting himself go on. Like, I'll have an idea, a really good idea, and I'll just want to talk to someone, and I'll go up to them, and it's just like, nothing. And then I get hot, I get shots in my foot, and... The man raised his hand. Take him. Tagok Rud Soler Anish. The two of them sat in silence for what seemed like eternity until Elias heard the mechanic say to himself, Liglesh. What? Elias asked. What are you going to do? There was a pause. Let it explode. No, you can't. It's going to wipe out the entire room! Elias yelled. But the mechanic remained unmoved. You said... You said you were a mechanic! I said I dabble in mechanics. The same way the others dabble in music or psychology. So you're just gonna leave it here and let us die? Yes. Just to see what happens. Lahaina Krakia. The mechanic looked at the bomb. Kuig second. You'll have five seconds to wait. Either you live, or, well, at least it'll be painless. Elias watched, horrified, as the mechanic got the silver stick out of his pocket and opened it with a click, the same click that he had heard just before time had stopped. Rinus Marahogris, August Jowls, Suntasaka Freelefeka. The mechanic's voice trailed away and there was a whoosh and a white blinding light. Well, Elias, what's the answer? Elias peeked open one eye. He was alive. And the bomb? The bomb was still going. Elias! Mr. Mortar was looking down at him, as were the eyes of his classmates. Elias gulped and breathed in deeply. Glancing sideways at the timer, he saw that it was about to go off. Three, two, one. In that moment, he had decided that he was going to embrace destruction and answer the question. Well, I think one of the main themes of the book is overcoming adversity. He began. He waited for a boom, a shattering of glass, screaming, running. But nothing came. He continued trying to remember what he had written for homework last night. He found that as he went on, the knots and the shocks in his legs had ceased. Very good, Elias, Mr. Mortar said, after what seemed like an eternity. Elias breathed a sigh of relief. <sighs> he had done it. He had answered the question and was safe for another day. 
When the bell rang and everyone shuffled off to the next class, Elias lingered behind and listened to the wind blowing in from the outside. And he could have sworn he heard a voice murmuring as if it were lying on the air. Nach ladranach an ni rawaun There was a and the voice was gone. Vitug Eishtok le Elias and the Bomb, Shkrifa Egras Coleman. Performed by Sean Lockery. Issa Mark Ball as Stjoran Scale. Sound design and composition by Lara Gallery. Krohik Tom Lane on Kjol Tema. Leirich on Podkrele Shah, Ego Ebrula Axis Valley Mun, August Latakiakt on Gorla Alina. Garamila Mahagut Osavet Egeshtak then. Slangafol. <laughs>